Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly podcast featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 186, Change and the Soul. And now your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. Hello and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson. I am the host, and I'm here today in 818 Studios with my producer. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Croft. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 100. <laughs> I'm still at 186. It's amazing. Uh, episode 186 of The Authentic Spiritual Journey. As always, I wish you a very happy Monday and welcome to the week. Welcome to the week, friends. Uh, we are in the new year. It's official. And our hope for you is that you're not just turning over the calendar, that there are um, new things, new dreams that you're thinking about. And that was our show last week, I think was New Year, New Dreams. Mm -hmm. And I was reviewing it um uh, myself for my own journey. And and uh, I know we're doing a quality show when I get to the end and go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, really you know good. What? what I said <laughs> <laughs> that's that was really good, and uh, and and what I mean by that is that what we're teaching is spiritual principle. It's not the personality of Cynthia, Alice, or Dave. It's that we're sharing, you know, our journey around these truth principles. And as I'm saying that, it gives me great faith to know that um, these are not new. These have been practiced for a very long time. Uh, they're not even new uh, to the Fillmores. They're not even new uh, this century, <laughs> friends. So uh, what's so beautiful, anything that's withstood the test of time, I think always deserves our attention. And uh, so as we move forward on the journey, as we uh, look deeper at what's ours to do this year, we're going to take it through this whole year with principles uh, very much like last week. It'll be a new take on the same spiritual principles because we're always learning. We're always growing. Friends, we are evolving. You know, the sign right behind me, you can't see all of it probably, but it <laughs> says uh, grow, prosper, evolve, right? Grow, prosper, evolve. That's what we're here to do. We're here on the spiritual journey to grow, prosper, and evolve. So just breathe that in for a moment. I am here 
to grow, prosper, and evolve. Yeah, we we I do I do make an effort when we do the uh, when we do the video for the YouTube watchers to to kind of keep that in, in the in the background so you can kind of see it. Yeah, exactly. Good, <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, on the journey, you know, there are going to be ups and downs, and I want to start. I wanted to start out this morning because um, last week we talked about New Year, New Dreams, and so I'm going to keep saying that because uh, I think I mentioned last week on the show that most New Year's resolutions are forgotten in the first five days of the year. So we want to do more <clears throat> than have a resolution, right? We want to have spiritual intentions. We want to have goals that are rooted in spiritual consciousness. We want to have goals, I want to say this again, that are rooted in spiritual consciousness. What does this mean? Well, this means that rather than just seeking uh, to know what we want to do in the coming year, what we're seeking to do is embody God in a greater way so that we can be of greater service to our families and certainly to the world in which we live. We are not an island. <clears throat> we are not alone on this journey. It's not like, well, I just go throughout my day and I don't interact with anyone or make any impact on the world. The fact is, uh, we are on this journey together. Yes, we are individuals. We are part of a family, all of us in some way. We are part, mostly of us, are part of a, a work environment. We are part of a community, a county, probably a city, a state, and of course that extends out to the nation, and even the world. Most of us have a hard time thinking about ourselves probably in relation to the world unless we're a best-known author or, you know, seeking to lead, uh, you know, in a greater way uh, in the world community. Now, I know we have some of our listeners who are, in fact, doing that, so I support you in that. But if you are an individual going through life and you say, well, you know, what do I know about the world? I'm a mechanic or I, I, I cut hair for a living. What, you know, what difference am I making? Well, <clears throat> I want to remind you a little bit of your true essence, your true self, is that even though you're in an individual body on an individual spiritual journey, you are connected to the larger whole unequivocally. You are, in fact, a single part of a grand whole. So it's like um, there's a giant puzzle called the world, and you're one of the pieces. <laughs> and have you ever put together a puzzle and been missing a piece? Ugh, this is frustrating. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking the, about uh, my holidays. No, it's one of the reasons <laughs> I, I don't like puzzles. <laughs> Just I know that there's going to be a especially there's going to be a missing piece. You have animals well, in the house. You know, you're going to be missing a piece. Because puzzle pieces are perfect cat toys. Exactly, exactly. If you have cats, for sure. And a dog will just eat it. It's just yeah, gone. Oh yeah, yeah. A cat usually just mangles it. But a dog, it's over. <laughs> so so thinking about that, so like we want to be have our full puzzle piece <laughs> present so that the, the, the larger whole, you know, is one complete unit. So um, I just want to always remind you and myself, that we are not an island. We are not separate from everyone, even though it seems like the world is happening to us. 
Now, if we were in church right now, I'd say, can I have an amen? And I would say, amen. Yep, because it sure feels like that. (laughs) Right. I also want to encourage you to take time every day to turn off the news, maybe even for a whole week. See how much happier you could be. But just think about this. I just want that idea to just settle in a little bit. Last week was New Year, New Dreams. Today, the title, Dave, is? Change and the Soul. Change and the Soul. Change and the Soul. Yep. Change and the Soul. What could this mean? Change and the Soul. Change is the language of the soul. What this means is that to move forward on the spiritual journey in any way, shape, or form, change is required. Now, every time I talk about change, I think of this little snippet in Wayne's World. (laughs) I'm sorry to admit on a spiritual podcast, I listen to that. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. But it is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time. The guys are geniuses in that movie. But Wayne's World, where they go, we fear change. (laughs) We fear change. Well, when you become, uh, well, when you get serious about your spiritual journey, you kind of move into a different category of person. (laughs) What I mean is not better than. What I mean is more aware, more observant of yourself and your process. And um, rather than fearing change, you learn to welcome it and sometimes even, friends, initiate it. So I just want you to sit with that for a moment. So as you really start living your journey, rather than fearing change, you're going to welcome it. And at times, yes, even initiated. So the resistance that we all see the world right now, I've seen more resistance in the last couple of years and then probably in my lifetime put together. And uh, the resistance to everything, to each other, to ideas, to, uh, you know, uh, this ability to be able to hold a variety of thoughts and uh, emotions. Uh, you know, we, we just see people uh, the word is going off. And and if if you're serious on the spiritual journey, you're really seeking a higher expression than that. Uh, in Donna Bevan Lee's show, she would call it living from your adult. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say, yes, living from getting your adult on board. And in fact, living from the soul, which is a very adult process <laughs> because you are seeking to grow, to prosper, to evolve, and you know to grow what happens. Well, you have to let go of the last stage. To grow, you have to move forward in a new stage. It's like uh, 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 being a parent, it's been amazing to watch my son's growth because what he thought about and focused on at 12 is different than 14. And that's different from 7, and it'll be different from 16. Because he is growing at a very fast rate, uh, and... uh, and his journey is full of change. And what I love about uh, him growing up in a spiritual household is that 
he is aware that his soul is growing in the midst of all this. Yeah. So think about that, friends, as you look back on your journey, the changes you look back on brought you right into a new awareness. Sometimes we go into change, you know, hanging on to the past by our fingernails <laughs> and we go, we look back and go, oh, that could have been easier. <laughs> right? Well, right. It could have been. So what we want to do rather than shame ourselves for the past, what we do is think, okay, now change is coming. I can feel it. I know it. How do I walk into change? Uh, you know, uh, with less fear? How do I walk into change with more willingness? How do I, you know, walk into change? So for me, simply knowing change is the language of the soul, this helps me a great deal. This helps me a great deal. Change is the language of the soul. In other words, is cha if change is happening, I'm going to bless that. If change is happening, I'm going to bless that because I know if change is uh, uh, happening, <clears throat> right, something new is coming forward, and I want to bless that. If change is happening, friends, something new is coming forward. You know, all of us, uh, when COVID began, were forced into change, whether we wanted it or not. Many of us have changed our work styles. Many of us have changed our work in its entirety. Yeah, that's where that's that's where we're at. You know, back in in, in the fall, <laughs> you know, uh, Shannon and myself leaving CCU Orlando, uh, a spiritual home that yep. I've been there. I had been there eight years. Shannon six and a half years, and so that exactly. was exactly that was a, a really big <laughs> tectonic. Uh, shift for us a big big change for us and uh i'm it, it i i have to admit i'm still in in the uh of course shannon would be the first to tell you that i fear change not not that i fear change i think i'm just change resistant you know <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm change intolerant yeah. <laughs> there's like I'm lactose intolerant. intolerant i'm change intolerant i i get something Too bad that, there's not a pill for that i Dave. know right <laughs> special you know change your own kind of milk right I your know. own kind of change uh, and so I'm still working through that and just believing yeah. in universe and believing in God that, uh, that will get, be taken care of, uh, because I mean, we haven't ever not been taken care of, but, uh, but yeah, we yeah. just walked through a big healthy dose of change I'll and, we're, tell you. and we're still figuring it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, what so often happens you know, as I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, the number one thing I hear when change is thrust upon us, you know, seemingly unwillingly or or there's change we know needs to happen, even though it's really difficult, later people go, you know what? Honestly, that was coming for a while, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. You know so, what I mean? So the hindsight, like, yeah. like leaving Memphis, you know, and we can kind of look back and go, oh, wow, the, all the signs were there that this was, you know, yeah, unraveling. Yeah, this was coming to an end. And when we look at CCU, it's kind kind of the same thing. I mean, it, was, uh -huh. it hasn't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get on to the, the, yeah, the oh, I don't no, want to dish about that whole situation. But, I mean, we look back on it and we're like, you know what, I mean, I, I'm not sure that that we were had been happy there for a while you know and it's just you 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 stick to it and you want to be faithful and you want to honor course. the commitment and of course. and you want to 
you want to make it work. You know, it's why, you know, relationships and marriages probably, you know, hang on longer than they should because yep. there are uh there's time and effort and 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 energy invested into it. And so if it can be salvaged, if you can make it work, exactly. then, yeah, then you, you want should, to, should yeah. try. So mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. And and what you're talking about is all the human aspects of change. You know, even if we know it's good, even if we know it's right, well, there's still a process to go yeah. through. And and so sometimes it takes a therapeutic work. We need a session about it or three or five. <laughs> uh, sometimes, uh, you know, one of the changes I went through, I think I bought my therapist's car. But anyway, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's another topic. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, other changes, uh, you know, even when we welcome, it's going to require what we like to call a new consciousness, right? And so last week when we talked about New Year, New Dreams, we said um, for a new dream to manifest and, and come forward, First, we have to have the idea, right? But then we have to create the consciousness around the idea, right? So here's what I mean. You can have the idea of, I want to be at this amount of income, or I have, you, you can have the idea of, I want to do this for my new role. Uh, uh, I want to own a vacation property, whatever that is. Until you have the consciousness created around that idea, in other words, You've done research. You know what it means to, to, to do this job. You know what it means to live in this place. You have uh, 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 studied the terrain to know uh, what, what the seasons will be like. You have uh, investigated what it is to fly from place to place. So you've, you've done things in the inner world that then eventually will get created in the outer world. But to do that, you're going to have to think new thoughts and do new activities uh, to create this new consciousness. Um, you know, what what has been so uh, um, freeing for me in the last year, you know, uh, when I left pulpit ministry, it was a, such a hard decision. And I got to, for a whole year, just uh, do whatever I needed and wanted. Uh, I could... Um, I could take clients. I could not take clients. I could teach classes. And I loved uh, teaching classes. And as m- many of you know, I'm still continuing to do some of that. And now my spiritual community in Tampa is just joining with that. So it's just fun and easy and and all as well. But during that year, I really had no thought of, oh, yes, I'm going to take a church again. And it was just very freeing to see about this new consciousness I was bringing on. I got to uh, uh, try some things out. I got to investigate things I thought I might want to do. Some of the things I have continued and love, some of the things I thought I wanted to do was, I mean, a hard no. <laughs> and, and, and that was a wonderful time of self-exploration. Uh, it was a wonderful time of trusting spirit in a way I don't think I had for many years hmm. because of the uh, uh, not knowing where would my income uh, come from exactly. And uh, I tell you, I was able to pay everything. I was uh, able to spend more time with my son. So that time of change and investigation was something I will probably always treasure. So now that I'm back in a pulpit 
uh, doing it very differently, actually, uh, than I ever have before. I feel very free. I feel very happy. And yet there's still more change coming. I just realized uh, in the last 24 hours, there may be uh, uh, something I'm trying to do in the ministry that is not necessary. And so uh, I'm continuing to move into a change of consciousness. So friends, when we are on this journey, seriously, I want to just bring this back up. Change is a day is a day by day, moment by moment process. And that we know as soon as we get uh, a really overly uh, uh, attached to a certain way of doing or being, spirit says time to move right? Time to move. Got to go. Got to go. You're getting too comfortable. Time to grow again. Time to grow again. Yep. It's time to grow. Try, time to prosper. Time to evolve. Move. Time to move. And when we get too calcified in an old way of being, uh, yes, change has to happen to move us forward on the journey. So we're going to talk more about change uh, and about uh, creating uh, this new energy as we come back uh, right after this brief message. Hello, my name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Thank you for joining me today. I am also the senior minister at Unity North Tampa, and in January, both my worlds are coming together in a powerful way. I'm going to be doing a Sunday morning series and Monday evening class on my book, Prosperity for You. Friends, I love to help people start the year off right by setting good sacred intentions and remembering what a powerful co-creator they are. We are going to be studying my book, this four-week intensive series, to remind ourselves that as we change our thoughts, we change our world, and that in fact, we have the power to bring more good, more money, more love, more peace even, into our lives and in the world. Prosperity for You begins on Monday, January 10th. And to register for that course, please go to my website, CynthiaAliceAnderson.com. Click on the Classes and Retreats tab, and you will be able to go and book that class where it says Book Now. As you book now, you'll receive all the information you need to join us on Monday, January 10th at 7 p.m. I also hope to see you or would love to have you watch online at Unity North Tampa on Sunday morning. January 9th at 11 a.m. I'm so thrilled to be bringing you this course, dear friend, and I'm happy to have you join us online or in person. The course on January 10th is online only. Go to CynthiaAliceAnderson.com for more information and to register for Prosperity For You, and I will see you in person at Unity North Tampa on Sunday, January 9th. Thank you so much for being with me today, dear friend, and blessings on the journey. And welcome back. I'm so happy uh, to have you with us today and always happy to talk about change. Remember, change is the language of the soul. Change is the language of the soul. Change is required, friends. I might say this two or three times today, maybe five or six. Change is required to move forward on the spiritual journey. So rather than fearing change, hanging on to the past with our fingernails, we are going to not only accept change, uh, at times we will even, in fact, initiate it because we will see that these old behaviors, these old ways of being are holding us back. So 
when we trust that we are part of this grand, larger whole that we were talking about at the beginning last, you know, in the first half, when we accept that we are part of the grander, larger whole, then we can see that change is really required and that as we change, um, we uh, actually make room for others around us to change and lift up as well. Uh, I was just talking to a family member the other day, and it was about, you know, all the COVID, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. And I said, you know, I wa- am, am um, very happy to make room for both of those positions in my consciousness. I make room for both of those positions in my congregation. I understand how you got there in your consciousness. And what I know is that I have friends in both positions. I love them and they love me. And I will not allow something that um, uh, that uh, ridiculous on the third dimension to disconnect me from people I love. So I know there are strong opinions in both camps. Uh, and... Uh, but I can have love for both of you. And so, um, and total acceptance for both of you. So uh, for some of us, that would require a change in our thinking. So anytime we want to grow, there has to be a change in our thinking. And the second half is all about, okay, what does this change mean? And what do I need to change? And ultimately, this show is about what do I need to change for my new year and new dreams to be made manifest because the year's rolling along. There's nothing we can do about it. That calendar just keeps flipping over, right? Anybody remember when you had a calendar on your desk oh, and yeah. you flipped over? <laughs> I love those calendars. Rip it off. Oh, I felt yeah. so, uh, my, my, so accomplished. Yeah, I had a far side one that I loved. Like it, it was every day I sat down at my desk, I would peel it off and uh-huh. yeah, it was very. Well, look at this one. This is uh, my favorite right oh, here. Wow. Still sits on my desk. And uh, uh, and uh, I get to change these uh, every day. I've had it for years. My son gave it to me. So I still get that every day. So the calendar moves along, right, no matter what we're doing in consciousness. So the question becomes, how much do I want to live a spiritual life? How much do I want to be engaged and invested in making my life and the world a better place to live? And I can tell you, when I ask full congregations of people, when I ask my classes, who thinks the world is going really, really well right now? (laughs) No one raises their hand. Or actually, recently asked it, and one guy did. I said, oh, bless you. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you after. Um, But but in general, you know, 99% of the people I talk to have said, no, the world is not doing very good right now. So this is why I'm, I'm, I, all this year, I, I'm, I'm going to keep the consciousness of we are part of the grander, larger whole. And it's so easy to feel that nothing we do is making an impact. But friends, I'm telling you the opposite is true. I will also tell you that the news will probably never report on it. 
Nobody's going to say live from Dave's studio. Here's Dave doing his spiritual growth. Friends, Dave is really moving forward. He has <laughs> new clients. His consciousness is expanding. He's uh, taking in all the money he needs. He's able to care for himself and his family. Let's honor Dave. You know, that will not happen. But just because the news is not reporting on it doesn't mean Dave is not growing and evolving and expanding and providing and is prosperous and is happy. So just remember, don't let the headlines decide who you are and what it is you're here to do. We're making our own headlines, hmm. right? So there is something within each of us that wants to be more. I just know it. I know it because I just received a book from my friend who's 95, who wrote a book called Life Begins at 70. Friends, she's 95, writing Christmas cards, handwriting letters, and writing books, for goodness sakes. What are we doing, some of these 50-year-olds? We've like got nothing going on. So come on, it's time for us. So how do we change? Well, all right, so there's two main aspects to bringing in a new consciousness. Thoughts and feelings. Thoughts and feelings. I want you to think about this just this morning. What have you thought about yourself already? Or just today, what have you thought about? I'm sure most of us did not wake up and look in the mirror and go, you are fabulous. <laughs> most of us look at the bags under our eyes or how nothing's in the original starting positions and start judging uh, our bodies, the way we look, our hair, our our eyebrows, our hair color, our, our size. Why can't I work on my abs the way I want to? You know, all of that stuff, all that stuff. So, um, well, this is part of the human experience, right? But what 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 we've learned is that the thoughts that we hold most often are what create our general consciousness. Like people often ask me, Oh, did I, did I, I got sick. Did, did I create that? And I go, you know, we live in a whole big world and, uh, I don't think we need to worry about, did I create the sniffles or, you know, is this cold because I had a negative thought? The truth is, um, the truth is that negative thoughts don't really have a lot of power unless you think them over and over and over and over and over. Then do they create a, a negative consciousness? Yes. And I have absolutely known people uh, who, uh, with stress and anxiety, uh, create physical issues in the body because we know there's a strong mind-body connection. You know, anybody ever heard of high blood pressure or heart problems or stomach issues? Those are all related to thoughts. Stress levels. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, Recently, I asked all my doctor friends, and I say all my doctor friends, I asked a naturopath, a chiropractor, a um, acupuncturist, a nurse, a homeopathic doctor, and an ER doc, what is the number one problem in your practice? And you know what they all said? Hmm. Stress. Stress is doing something that you're not happy doing. So think about this, friends. You can change how you feel. You can change your thoughts. So we don't have to suffer through life. Life will happen, yes. Life will create growth issues, yes. 
I don't know anybody who says, yes, I'm thrilled and happy to go through COVID or I'm thrilled and happy that I lost a loved one. Uh, you know, nobody is saying that. But what I know is that when we are uh, open to change is that we will begin to glean uh, spiritual lessons. We will begin to glean new ways of being through the change. So I'm not saying we go through life happy-go-lucky and pretending uh, nothing is going on. The opposite is true. We are more aware. We are more impacted at times. But then we work with what's happening with our thoughts and our feelings, right? The old formula is thought plus feelings equals manifestation. So if you've been working with this dream working with something new this year, not even sure what it is. Well, if there's something you think you're moving towards, the first thing you need to do is look at your thoughts about it. Look at your thoughts about it. What are you thinking about when guaranteed this is deciding the direction? And usually we don't just think about things. There's emotion attached. The more emotion attached to the thought, the more powerful it is the more powerful it is. So think about your new dreams, your new year, and what you're wanting to create and look at your thoughts about it. Just breathe for a second and pause and think about that. In my book, Prosperity for You, I go on and on about this. There's a whole chapter on change. And um, I want to remind you of something one of the greatest minds uh, of the 20th century said, Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. <laughs> Listen to that again. We cannot solve our problems with, with the same thinking we used when we created them. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means you're going to have to be, uh, you're going to have to have wise ingenuity <laughs> to move forward on this journey. Because if, if we keep trying to do life from the same consciousness, guess what we're going to get? The same result. So it's hard for us to actually realize that we are responsible for what we bring forward in life. We are responsible for the consciousness uh, we hold. You know, there's a lot of scripture about this. Those of you who love the Bible, I love to give scriptural evidence for the, the things I talk about. And there's a great scripture in the book of Matthew, uh, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible, that says, uh, well, first of all, let me introduce it by saying, this is a great description of consciousness. It says, Whoever has will be given more, and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Hmm. So that's Matthew 13, 12. And Dave, if you don't mind putting that in the show notes. <laughs> Whoever has will be given more, and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. So now... When I first read this years ago, I thought, this sounds so cruel. <laughs> but what it is, is a perfect description of consciousness. 
It is a perfect description of whatever consciousness you're holding is what you will get more of. And in my journey as a spiritual counselor, uh, I've been very, very fortunate to work with millionaires, even billionaires. And of course, they all have the same problems. But what I notice about their energy around money is they just believe that they are abundant and that there will always be more. There will always be more. So there is this trust in the flow. And by the way, uh, I learned a lot about spending, too, from some of the wealthiest people I've worked with. Um, they will never uh, buy uh, jeans that are $150. I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> Many of us not making much money are happy to go out and spend $100 or $150 on jeans and think, oh, well, now we're, we've really arrived. Nobody I know that's very wealthy does that. They think that's a ridiculous use of money. They go, oh, I'll just get my jeans at Costco. <laughs> this is funny. So, so, uh, so they, they're good, solid decisions around money, even though they believe in the flow, you see. So bo both are there. Sometimes we think, well, if I can just hold thoughts of abundance, I can just go out and spend. And no, I'm not saying that at all. So thought plus feelings are what equal the manifestation. So think about this year, your new year, your new dreams. I'm repeating this on purpose so you really get this. What are your thoughts about what it is you want to bring forward? You know, if you want a new group of friends, well, if you keep contacting the old friends, you're not making any space for the new group of friends to come forward. It's that simple. So you may just want to make space for the new friends to come forward. You know, if you're wanting a certain money amount in your job, well, think about how you think about that job and how you view your own value. And that will uh, give you an indication as to, um, as to your financial uh, position and awareness, just how you view your own self. What are you worth in this job, in this work situation? Uh, several times over the years, and this uh, happened very recently, that um, as I shifted my consciousness around my own worth, my financial position went up. So think about that. How are you thinking about yourself and what you are worth? You know, even uh, uh, finding ourselves in certain work positions where we're not valued, uh, if we're in that position, once you begin to value yourself, you're going to have to make a choice. You're going to have to change. Either you, you know, get your adult on board and go talk to your boss and say, this is not working for me. Or you find a new place that values who you are in your work, both financially and otherwise. It's that it's pretty simple. You don't have to stay in a job you hate and be stressed and create physical problems and get on meds and gain weight, all that stuff that we do. You really have a choice in how happy your life is. And the way you, ch you change, the way you move into your next phase is working with your thoughts and feelings. Yep. So how do, what am I thinking about it? How do I feel about it? And somebody said to me one time, well, I don't know if I can make up a feeling. <laughs> You know, because I was saying, I said, I'm not saying to make it up. I'm saying, how would it feel to be 
in this position. They were like, oh, well, that I can do because I can imagine, you know, and I said, so, so contact that divine, uh, that divine uh, energy, that divine power of imagination. Allow yourself to imagine and vision what's possible for you. I said, as a matter of fact, I would encourage every single morning as you're sitting down to, you know, write your morning pages, as you're sitting down to uh, set your intention for the day, to envision what it is you're wanting to bring forward. Anybody who's uh, listened to us long, Dave, knows both of us have a have a serious uh, morning practice, and that in that morning practice, for me, every morning is looking over my mission, my vision, my short-term, my long-term goals. And uh, uh, then, you know, setting my intention for the day and and planning my day and, and asking spirit, you know, what consciousness do I need to bring on so that this day that stretches out before me is a new day and, yes, is even a successful day. <laughs> I want my days to be full of love and peace and success. In other words, by the time I get to the end of the day, I have good relationships. I've had wonderful conversations. I am connected to God and to the people I've been in contact with. And I can tell you that this morning practice of doing that work and then visualizing what's possible is a key to a lot of happiness. I'm happier than I've ever been. I've gotten progressively happier over the years. Thank God. And it is doing just this, working with my thoughts and my emotions. As I've done this work over the years, uh, I've noticed even my posture has changed by how I am thinking and feeling. I used to be kind of hunched over and uh, kind of dark. I just, I just wasn't very happy. I had a lot of physical issues because I wasn't eating right. Well, now, wow, that's a that's a complete shift, complete. And all of those changes were working with my thoughts and my feelings. All right. Thought plus feeling equals manifestation. So what you do is you you first look at what you want to manifest and you back it up and you say, how am I thinking about this? What am I feeling about this? And then remember, you have the power to change it. You are a powerful, powerful co-creator with God. Yes, you are a powerful co-creator with God. And uh, if you don't have, I want to mention, if you don't have a copy of my book, Prosperity for You, at Unity North Tampa, we just started a series yesterday on, uh, uh, you know, on the book, and uh, tonight is class. There's no fee for the class, and what is so amazing is that it's a tithing class. Somebody asked me, well, what if I don't have a job? I said, then your offering is zero, but uh, remember when you get a job in that four weeks of the class, that the first paycheck ought to be tithed on. It is a tithing class, which means 10% is tithed, and all of the tithes will go to Unity North Tampa, right? So I feel really, really honored uh, that I am able to do that and that I'm partnering partnering with Unity North Tampa. So I'll have people from my own mailing list from around the country joining with my new spiritual community. This is super exciting, and that's tonight. And we are going to tonight be talking about change. And my favorite affirmation is change. I love it. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Bring bring it on. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with All that. All right, one. friends. So so remember, 
new year, new dreams, right? New year, new dreams, that to move into really manifesting this dream, you're going to have to work with your consciousness. If you didn't listen to last week's show, I want to encourage you to go back. You might want to listen to it two or three times. Um, that's a, that's a really good show and talking about what your conscious, what that whole word even means, your consciousness. And today I want you to remember thoughts plus feeling equals manifestation. So whatever it is, your new dreams are, you're going to have to work with your thoughts and feelings to begin to see manifestation. And remember change is the language of the soul. I want you to rather than resist it, not only welcome it, but at times initiate it in your very own consciousness, right? So we love you. We bless you. We thank you so much for joining us today. And as always, we're honored to support you and your journey. So blessings on the journey, dear friend, and we'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2022, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios. Mm-hmm.